<clears throat> good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Whoa, what a special Arab Shabbos and Shabbos this is. First of all, this Shabbos, we have the privilege of reading Parshas Miketz. And it is Shabbos Hanukkah. And it is Rosh Chodesh. So, I don't know what others might call it, but I would call it a triple crown. We have the privilege of taking out three Sifrei Torah, and very often, pending upon the Pesach Knesset, each Sefer Torah has its own crown. What a beautiful sight, what I would call a Kodak moment, and it's one that gives us tremendous excitement. Okay, from the first Sefer Torah, we read six Aliyos and we cover Parshas Miketz. The second Sefer Torah is for Rosh Chodesh, so we read from Parshas Pinchas, Yom HaShabbos, and Moroshech And finally, the third Sefer Torah is from Parshas Noso, when we read Bayom HaShvi'i for the seventh day of Hanukkah. Whoa, so special. Let's first talk about tonight. The lighting of Hanukkah candles tonight is different from that which we have been doing. One cannot use the small colored candles tonight because at best, they burn for a half an hour. And a half an hour tonight is not going to do it. In the New York area, candle lighting tonight is approximately 4.17. <clears throat> and we have to light <clears throat> the Ne'er Hanukkah before we light the Ne'er Shabbos. The reason for that is, even though Shabbos is 52 weeks of the year, and Hanukkah is only one week of the year, so it should be Tadir. That which is more frequent should come before that which is less frequent. But the reason is because women, and specifically Ashkenazic women, have the practice of accepting Shabbos when they light Shabbos candles. Once they lit the Shabbos candles, they certainly cannot light Ne'er Hanukkah. Therefore, we light Ne'er Hanukkah first. So, we're lighting Ne'er Hanukkah approximately at 4.10 this evening. Try to have the menorahs ready beforehand. Now, the uh, Hanukkah menorah, or the Hanukkah light, because if you can't have seven, as we'll talk in a moment, you can even use one, and you can even use a tea light. So that Hanukkah light has to go from 410, when we're lighting it, till, first of all, 18, 20 minutes later, which is 4.30. What's that? Whoops, I'm sorry, let's say, uh, 18, 20 minutes after 4.17, 
which is going to be 435. That brings us to Shkia. Now, from Shkia, it has to burn another half an hour in order to bring us to Tzais, which is when the three stars come out. And after that, it has to burn another half an hour because the Ner Hanukkah has to burn half an hour in its right time. You can't light at 5.05. It's Shabbos. So we light from before, but it's as if the Hanukkah mitzvah is kicking in at 5.05. I don't want to confuse you. There is a very interesting halacha that says that Kopsa, if it should go out, the near Hanukkah, interestingly, difference of opinion, even if we're talking this evening between before 4.35, before Shkia, there's a difference of opinion whether you have to relight it or not. Believing that alone, it's got to go tonight till at least 5.40. So you have to light something which can burn for an hour and a half or more. The best thing to do is to use oil. It's better to use oil all nights of Hanukkah because after all, the miracle happened in oil and in the base of Migdash. They lit oil. Now, if you don't have an oil menorah, if your Shabbos candles can fit into your menorah, then wonderful, and you'll light seven Shabbos candles tonight. If you don't have a menorah that can take a Shabbos candle, then let's remind ourselves that from the letter of the law, all you need is one. So you can use one Shabbos candle, uh, wax it down to an ashtray or something else, put tinfoil on your windowsill, and light that. Or, if you're not comfortable with that, take a tea light and either line up seven tea lights as your seven lights of Hanukkah, put one a little bit further back to the side as your shamash, and that's fine. And if you are not comfortable with that, even one tea light. You can make the two brachos tonight, the Hanlik Nair and Sha'asanisim on one tea light. But it's important that you understand why and that you have a light that will go from approximately 410 when you're lighting near Hanukkah till at least an hour and a half later. Okay, let's focus something interesting regarding Hanukkah still. And that is as follows. The Rambam writes in his Igeris Hashmad, the Rambam writes that part of the decree against the Jewish people at the time of Hanukkah, and I quote from the uh, Igeris Hashmad, Michlalam, one of included in these decrees was Shloyizgor Odom Pesach Beso. The Jews were prohibiting from closing their doors. They had to keep the front door open. Why? 
that a Jew should not be alone and he would partake in various mitzvahs to prohibit and to make sure that Jews were not keeping Torah. They had our they had the Jewish people remove the door from their home. Ah, once they're removing the door from their home, ay ay ay, they no longer had the ability to practice Judaism in the home. And therefore, what does the Gemara say? That the ideal place for it is a midah keneged midah. What does that mean? We celebrate, in this case here, to commemorate that which was forbidden to us. They put severe restrictions on our home and had us remove the front door. So what do we do? We light the menorah specifically, al Pesach specifically out of doors. This was the uh, ideal way of lighting their Hanukkah, and it is returning very much, Baruch Hashem, in Eretz Yisrael. Many feel that the Jews should not be so comfortable in the Golos, and the Chassam Sofa brings other reasons why we don't light outside, not the least of which is the weather and the difficulty of so doing, but Baruch Hashem, it is coming back with these uh, glass boxes outside that people do light. The bottom line is that we are focusing on the bias. We were restricted then, and now we show that how proud we are that we can observe the mitzvos of our Torah within the home. The purpose of the home is to be an insulation for the Jew. The Jew keeps out those alien cultures, those alien factors which they wanted to bring into our home to cause our homes to assimilate. So we specifically, at this time of the year of Hanukkah, pride ourselves that we have Jewish music in our home, pride ourselves as to what we have giving our children the beautiful, warm, loving environment of Torah and mitzvot and keeping out the negativity that comes along with the shuk. I once heard a beautiful understanding, because the Talmud as much as says, facing your door as you're about to go in your home, you have your mezuzah on the right and your near Hanukkah on the left. And what might be the message that the uh, Talmud is communicating to us? And that is as follows. A Jew is about to enter his home. And he tells himself, Whoa, I am leaving the Rishus Harabim. I'm leaving the public where everybody is watching me, where I have to conduct myself in a certain way because, after all, I in, I'm in the public view. Now that I'm going in my house, I can do what I want. The mezuzah on the right tells us that Baruch Hashem, there's somebody waiting for you in the home. The Shekhinah, God's presence is in your home. And therefore, I have to be on my best behavior, not just outside when everybody is watching me, but even in my home. And then, when I leave my home, what's on my right? 
When I leave my home, my Hanukkah menorah is on my right. My Hanukkah menorah reminds me, whoa, that I have a responsibility of Mesiras Nefesh. I have a responsibility to be able to contribute to society, to work along Jew and non-Jew in society, making society a better place, contributing to the welfare of society, but at the same time, remembering, and especially this time of the year, that there is a certain line that I cannot cross, that there are certain parties and certain gatherings I just cannot be a part of. And that's what the mezuzah on the right and the rechanika on the left is. And if you think about it, it's such a beautiful idea that, number one, we can't get benefit from the Ner Hanukkah. So one obvious reason is to demonstrate that I have not lit these lights for utilitarian purposes so that I can see in my house, because everybody is doing that, lighting lights at nighttime. They had no electricity. So that's one reason why I can't get benefit. But the second reason is because our lighting of Ner Hanukkah in the home reminds us of the lighting of Ner Hanukkah in the base Hamikdash. And just like in the base Hamikdash, the Kohen who lit the menorah could not get benefit therefrom. He shouldn't be smoking. But if he was a smoker, unfortunately, he couldn't light up from the menorah. We too can't get benefit therefrom. But let's take it one step beyond. In the Haftorah that we read for Parshas Truma, describing the Beis Hamikdash that Shlomo HaMelech built, so in Malachim Aleph, chapter 5, I'm sorry, chapter 6, Pasuk 4, we're told by Yasla Boyes that Shlomo made for the base Amigdash, Chalone, windows, Shkufim Atumim. Amazing. Shkufim Atumim means that these windows were broad on the outside and narrow on the inside. Normally, the purpose of a window is to bring the light in from the outside. But here in the base Amigdash, the windows were constructed in such a way that the light went out of the Beis Hamikdash into society, as opposed to bringing other light in. And that's exactly what we are being told regarding Ner Hanukkah, that Ner Hanukkah, we insulate the home. And once the home is a Jewish home, it can then project these beautiful Jewish values outside to the rest of the world. Very powerful idea. Let's take this one step further, that in the Mo'os Tzur that we sing, Mirz Hashem, a few more nights of Hanukkah, two more. So, what do we have? We have the personal association of the Jew with this holiday. Tikon based to Philosi, we're looking for the reestablishment of my home. We're going to say, Yevonim nikbetsu olai, the Yevonim gathered against me, 
doesn't say against them, it's personal. Ufertsu homos migdolai, and they tried to pierce and make breaches in my wall. The idea is this personal identification, not only for Klai Yisrael Bechlau, but each individual as well should feel on Hanukkah that I am, was, am threatened, and I can stand strong. And in reality, if you think about it, Yosef HaTzadik comes down to Mitzrayim last week as an individual, and he conducts himself this week in a manner towards his brothers to try to bring about the opportunity of complete and total tshuva, giving them the exact situation again and see, will they turn their back on Rachel's other son, Binyamin? Will they make the same mistake that they did with him? And unfortunately, um, not only leave their back, let Binyamin stay and they'll go home, or no, have they learned their lesson? giving them this opportunity. But we're talking again about individuals. The rabbis tell us that next week when Yehuda confronts Yosef until he finds out who he is, he threatens Yosef, the Medrash says, that each and every one of us will go into your shuks, into your thoroughfares, into your commerce, and we will, unfortunately, dominate if you don't acquiesce and let Binyamin go. The idea is literally until there are significant changes in the marketplace. Tichle means to either to uproot and get rid of the regal, the norm, which is not always the best that's the purpose of our Hanukkah. So, this coming month, Sunday night, Monday, is Zos Hanukkah, the last day of Hanukkah. We read the end of Parshas Maso, which concludes, once again, Zos Hanukkah, the day is called Zos Hanukkah, and I have to tell you, this Vas MS calls Zos Hanukkah a Moshiach day. Why? Because we read Zos Hanukkah Hamizbeach, Biyom Himoshach Oso. Himoshach says this Vas Emes is a Moshiach day. The idea is that the Jew always finds optimism. As we're going to take leave of Hanukkah, we take the message of Hanukkah with us. We take the pride of being Jewish of Hanukkah with us. And let's just remind ourselves and to conclude with the way we began, a triple crown. Therefore, this tonight, when we recite the Al, the Birkas HaMazon, wow, say it slowly, we're adding everything. We say Alanisim in the second bracha. We say Ritzei for Shabbos in the third bracha. And right after that, we include Yalevi Avu as well. Tomorrow, in our davening, it's Atah Yotzarotah, 
it's such an exciting Shabbos. Let us, wow, welcome it. Let us observe it. Let us appreciate it and realize once again how the Hanukkah light gives us so much excitement and keeps us going till we have the next rabbinic holiday of Purim. Shabbat Shalom and a lichtika, freilicha, Hanukkah, and good chodesh to all.